0: Hey, what's up? It's De Huff. It's another episode of De Huff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to. Can't wait to do it. But real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Uh, amazing barbecue. You gotta go check them out. Also, Superbook Sports, Colorado. And like I said, we got a lot to get into today. Can't wait. Today Oh, I forgot. Today is uh the four hundredth episode of the podcast. Oh I'm so happy. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> the crowd cut off very abruptly. <laughs> That's a real crowd. You're welcome. They're they're really here. But I can't get any more out of them other than that cheer. Anyway, uh yeah, big Big news! Today's the 400th episode of the podcast. Don't have anything special planned other than that sound effect. Because <laughs> I honestly, I'm at my my son's baseball game yesterday, and I'm like, oh shit! Tomorrow's the 400th uh, episode. How about that? It's insane to think back to some of my earlier episodes and how I used to do those shows, and to what I'm doing now and how it's evolved and obviously changed and and we're going to get into some of this uh later in the the show but like some of the stuff that i used to do at the beginning was just talking about stories that i've always wanted to talk about that nobody that i knew really would get into like you know uh i did an episode on the mothman the the mythical creature in i think somewhere in the midwest something like that and that I thought that was interesting and did a lot of stuff on, you know, government conspiracy. But more of a lighter side of it, obviously. <laughs> the lighter side of sterilizing the community. Because <laughs> no, they did that. They did. That's documented. That's crazy. But anyway, it, it's interesting. Thank you, guys. If If you've been here from the beginning, that's amazing. If you haven't, that's okay. Thanks for joining along now. We got a lot going on uh with this podcast. It's just growing bigger and bigger. It's amazing. I was out at the Overland Expo up in Loveland, and I got to be honest, not my my area of expertise. If you've never been there, it's basically all these people that love to camp and also love to go off-roading in their their Jeeps or their Toyota 4Runners or whatever, all those things. Maybe they got a Rivian, stuff like that. That's where they go. They all meet up, and they have all these different products, different tables. Here's some stickers for the kids. Here's some miscellaneous things, and it's everybody trying to sell a product. There were so many booths out there. It was insane. I've never seen anything like it. And I got to be honest, it was a great crowd. Everybody out there was really cool. Nice people, but again, not my element. I was out there with my buddy Shad, who's really into that shit. <laughs> He's like all about it. And he was like a, a pig and slop there. He's just so happy, so giddy. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm walking around with some of the kids because uh, he was like, my buddy was just, you know, locked in on certain things. So I'm like, walking, I'm, you know, I got kid duty. I'm walking around and, and they're, ta- they're trying to get free samples from everybody. Oh, free stickers or candy or we got some mugs and stuff like that. But uh, and then they're like looking at me, like ready for me to engage in a conversation. And, and I'm just sitting there I, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing out here. <laughs> I don't care. It's not my element. I'm not going to buy anything. Not even interested. No idea what the majority of this shit does. <laughs> no idea. Anyway, what was cool was I was out there. And kind of circling back to the, the growth of this this show is I'm sitting there kind of just hanging out with my my wife and everybody, and all of a sudden, this guy goes, Huff? Oh, my God, yeah. He's got the hat on and everything because uh, I was wearing my DeHuff Uncensored hat. Who is it? Nick, one of the big-time listeners, interacts a lot on Facebook, Uh and he he was there. He just recognized me from social media, seeing, uh, you know, my beautiful face. <laughs> and, and obviously the hat. But uh, we started talking up, and it was kind of neat, just out of the blue. And and I just, my son, he, he just rolled his eyes later, and he's just like, oh, dad's famous. <laughs> like, it was one guy. It's not like it's like the whole place was like gathered around, and I'm like signing autographs. I was like, Ricky Bobby. On the, after, you know, a big race and, and I got in autograph mode. No, I wasn't doing that. Did take a picture with Nick and, um, he did not want my autograph. I bombarded him with the idea of a picture. Cause I always forget when I meet people and my wife will always go, did you, she'll be like, did you get a picture with, with the fans so you can post it? And I'm like, ah, shit. No, I forgot. <laughs> so I always, so Nick, you're welcome. You're, you're You're one of the first people I've taken a picture with to post because I always forget. I always forget. So if you meet me, you run into me, and we're talking, and you'd be like, you have to remind me to Huff, get a picture so you can post this, okay? And I'll make you famous for about two seconds. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, So that was cool. Thanks, Nick, for listening, and thank you all for listening. really appreciate it. My son started baseball officially. He played T-ball a long freaking time ago when he was like five or something. But I, I don't really count that because he just did it, didn't really care about it. Well, now he's 10, and he's got a lot of classmates that are in baseball, so he started baseball. And yesterday was his first official game, in it's kids' pitch, which is very interesting because some of those kids can pitch really well. And some, you know, they're just figuring it out. So there was a lot of runs scored on errors. And that's really how you can win the game is by doing that. It's, it's very bizarre. But it's, it's all these kids learning. And it's a great experience for these kids. And He did really well. My son did for his first game. He, he almost got on base, almost got on base. But part of that was the way he was running. He slowed down to stop on first. When I had told him, but again, kids don't listen to their parents. I told him, I was like, run past first. So you run faster. I was like, they allow you to do that. Okay. And he goes to stop. And since he went to stop, uh, he got thrown out just barely. But that's okay. He did really well and he stayed alive uh, on his other bats, and he was making a lot of good contact. So he should be very proud. I'm proud of him. And he's got a great group of teammates. It's it's just really neat to see, just like nobody was bagging on anybody. They had a doubleheader. They split the doubleheader. First game they won. Second game they got, you know, they got beat pretty badly. But everybody was in good moods, and everybody was supportive. And it was just really cool to see. Plus, they got amazing coaches that are just trying to work with the kids and trying to build them up to be better people and better players. Even the opposing coaches were nice to the opposing players. And I thought that was really cool. Just There was a few times where I saw the third base coach talking to the other you know, other kids. And he was being supportive. I was like, that's neat. That's what it's all about. So it's really cool. I'm glad that my son's able to experience all this. It, it's a little frustrating at, at, at first, you know, like when, you know, my son slowed down, but I'm like, you know what, he's got to learn from his mistakes. So it, it was neat. It was really cool. And it, it's a, it's a learning experience for me too, as a, as a parent. And um, it was fun. I can't wait. So uh, there he's he enjoys it. That's that's the end of the day. Every kid left there happy, and whether they lost or won, they they all did. They did great. But you know what is great? <laughs> that's the worst transition. Be like, hey, it's, it's, I sounded like Chris Farley for be like, hey, you remember that time you were in that movie and you're like, Asta la vista <laughs> That was awesome. Anyway. Uh, You know what we need to do? (laughs) Jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) Oh, this is funny. It's funny because I can kind of relate. I can kind of relate. Kevin Hart, the comedian. Amazing comedian. I think he's hilarious. I know there were some people uh, like a few years back that were trying to bag on Kevin Hart because... He has a team of writers that helps him with a stand up. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a shit. It's still funny. Still funny. And he's helping the economy by having uh people uh, you know, under his umbrella under on his payroll. Whatever, who gives a shit? Anyway, Kevin Hart got a big ass reality check after he tore his abdominal muscles. While trying to race former NFL running back Steven Ridley. Tore his muscles. He's going to be in a wheelchair for a decent amount of time while that heals. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, you're not an athlete. You're an actor. I respect what you do. And you're in a much, much better shape than I'll ever be, Kevin Hart. But you got to know your role. You're in your place. Uh, as somebody that has been in that situation, take it from me. I I got my ribs broken, Kevin, from a Super Bowl champion, former offensive lineman Mark Schlereth. Yeah, yeah. For, for a brief moment, I was just like, Yeah, what's the big deal? I'll lock up with him. And he's gonna show me his old wrestling moves. Then boom, cracked ribs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what's funny is as I was uh, kind of reading up on this story, it reminded me Mark Schlereth is not the only former Super Bowl champion to hurt me. I forgot Tyler Columbus, former Denver Bronco, former Seattle Seahawk, used to, to be an offensive lineman uh, with Marshawn Lynch as the running back. He's very famous in, in one of those, uh, what was that, that one famous run of Marshawn Lynch's, but Columbus is one of the lead blockers because he was really quick. Anyway, Columbus hurt me once at Broncos training camp. He, we were coworkers when I worked for the radio station, and I was dicking around with him. Now, keep in mind, I already had hip issues. And I was supposed to be going in for hip surgery. And it was one of those things where I had torn already my hip labrum. And I was, it, it was painful to walk for the most part. But then I'm like screwing around with Columbus uh, at Broncos training camp. And I'm like, ah, again, not realizing what I'm doing. I'm basically picking a fight with a giant bear. So I'm I'm joking and I like put my hands on on Columbus and then he just and keep in mind he lost a lot of weight after he quit football but he's still really freaking strong and I had a relapse <laughs> it didn't process the information that was in front of me and he puts his hands on me and shoves me back and I stick my right foot back to tr- to prevent myself from toppling over And as I did that My foot stuck into the ground And I must have tore it more My, my hip labrum And what ended up happening is I, I didn't say anything to Tyler Because I didn't want him to feel bad Because it's not his fault I'm the dummy that, you know Like, let's let's go fight a giant bear <laughs> And he's, he's so fucking huge too Anyway, so he did that, and it, it must have torn more because I'm like, oh, my God, I can hardly walk. I can hardly walk. And I was so scared that I was going to fall over. Uh, and so what happened was I tell my boss, I was like, I can't sit down. I can't do anything. I need to leave. Uh, I'm really, really, really hurt right now. So I left. I get into my car, barely. It took me forever to get to my car, drive home like 40 minutes, barely am able to get out of my car and and what was crazy was i lay down on the couch start icing up and then at one point i'm like uh, the kids asked me like dad can we go check the garden and i'm like fine let's get somebody get a bowl we'll go check the garden in the in the backyard so we're out in the garden and i'm thinking oh maybe i'm i'm fine and i bend down to get some of the cucumbers that that were down low and I couldn't stand back up. And all of a sudden I just fell. I fell in the garden and my kids are looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, this was like four years ago. And I'm like, I, ca- I can't get up. I can't get up. And they're like, "Ugh," they're just irritated. with me. They had no sympathy for me. <laughs> so I crawl over to the fence line, crawl up the fence and hop back into the house on one foot meanwhile halfway through i fell again <laughs> and then i was like crawling and uh i believe my son had to help me up <laughs> uh all courtesy of tyler Columbus. he ruined my life and damaged my children way to go tyler you son of a bitch <laughs> it's not his fault it's not his fault but if you see him you should make him feel bad. Be like, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you hurt the huff. And he's going to go, no, 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 that was Shlareth. He's all, no. I know about Shlareth breaking his ribs. But the thing you did, much worse. And then just see what he does. He's going to be like, what? What did I do, man? Because I never told him. Didn't want him to feel like an asshole. Um, I'm going to say this is a good transition by calling somebody an asshole because I know that they're meaning to be... Kind on this but i don't think it's as good as they think it is the denver broncos came out saying that every game there there's going to be five items that will be only five bucks and that's nice i guess they're they're lowering the cost by a couple bucks on each of these things well until you start going through the list then you realize is it really that big of a, a a deal for the consumer i don't think so Hey, guess what? You can get a soda for only five bucks. (laughs) A soda for five bucks. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. Speaking of eating dicks, you can get hot dogs for only five bucks. (laughs) Okay. Nachos. Oh, God. Really? Nachos for only five bucks? Rip off. Popcorn. I was talking to the guys on The Final Word yesterday, and they're like, who eats popcorn at at a football game? Well, if you do, it's only $5. $5 is a ripoff. I'm sorry. Pretzels. Those big-ass pretzels, soft pretzels. Oh, I love those pretzels. Five bucks. That's expensive for all that shit is, is five bucks each. At first, I was like, hey, you get all this for five bucks? That's not bad at all. Then you start reading the fine print and they're like, no, no, no. Each individual item is five bucks. I'm like, oh, fuck inflation. They need to take take notes from like Ford Field and Mercedes-Benz Stadium and just lower the cost of everything. Those things should be maybe three bucks. The most expensive thing on there should be three bucks. Get a soda in there for like two bucks. Nachos, two dollars, popcorn, a dollar. <laughs> I can go to the dollar store and get a pack of like, say, five of those uh, popcorn things that you stick in the microwave. You can get like three or five of them for like a buck. Okay? I listen, I know there's a lot of other costs that they have to make up. you know, paying the employees, you got electricity, you got all this, blah blah blah, nonsense, nonsense. You telling me you can't do it? Bullshit. Because other stadiums are doing it. Other stadiums are cutting the cost and have been cutting the cost, and they're actually making more money off of it. Look it up. Mercedes-Benz, Ford, all these other stadiums. Those are the only two I can remember right now. They're all cutting the cost and making more money because people want to spend more money. So it's like, yes, I appreciate it in a sense where it's like, yeah, that's, that's cool. Thank you for lowering the cost. Now, do it again. Chop it up even more. A beer should cost five bucks. Then everything else on this list should be, you know, maybe three bucks. And here's the thing. Here's the thing that I have to say. And I'm going to call somebody out in a loving way, okay? I'm not trying to be a dick, although that's just in my nature. (laughs) It's who I am. Zach Stevens of DNVR. I'm going to pick on you for a second. He's the reason why I saw this. He tweeted it out and said the Broncos did something very cool, very all-capitalized. At every game, they will have five items that will be five bucks. And then he gives a list, and then at the end, he goes, that's incredible. No, it's not. Come on. I Listen, I know that you're all in on the Denver Broncos. I get it. I get it. They're your bread and butter. But come on, man. Come on. That's not incredible. Jesus, dude, I get it. You want to have a good relationship, but you're kind of ruining your credibility when it comes to food and affordability when you say that's a very good deal because it's not. But I will say this, the Waltons, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not, (laughs) that you should, hey. This is a stepping stone into starting to lower costs clear across the board. I don't expect you to do it this season, but start looking into it and start going, is there a way we can continue to drop the cost of these things and really help out the the fans? Because you're already shelling out a shit ton of money, not just for the tickets to go to the game, but you're spending a shit ton of money on fucking parking, too. So cut the fans a break and start trimming the cost of what they have to spend to get a good 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 meal and get their drink on. Okay. I get it. If it's a mixed cocktail, that's that's you know expensive. I get it. But we cut the bullshit on five dollar popcorn. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Is it Is it like weed infused? Is that what we're going for now? Is that what it is? Because that's a different story. (laughs) These are all infused with uh, marijuana. It's not. I'm just saying that. I'm making that up. Don't need anybody coming after me. But if you did, it would be great. (laughs) And that would be worth the five bucks. Get an edible pretzel. That would be fantastic. (laughs) Everybody in the stands would be like, the Broncos score a touchdown and like nobody <laughs> says anything <laughs> or it's just like, Ooh. <laughs> Hey, real quick. Speaking of the Broncos, they have the most expensive wide receiver room in the NFL. As of, uh, 2023, they have $44.6 million invested into the wide receiver room. And they're very banged up in that area. Jerry Judy, He's injured. He's only supposed to miss maybe a couple weeks, but those are very critical weeks. You got the Raiders, and I want to say Washington in the first two weeks. And I was listening to Stokely and Zach on DenverSports.com or whatever they're called. And they brought up, I'm stealing this from them, but I'm giving them credit. Said if those were win games before, are they now losses? And I I would have to say, no, they're not. But it will make those games a lot freaking closer. The Broncos don't really have that threat guy now with Jerry Judy. The guy that if, he, if the ball's in his hands, you're like, yeah, he could score from pretty much anywhere. He breaks one or two tackles, boom, the dude's gone because he's so freaking quick. But, in all like all sports it's next man up mentality so who's gonna step up in the in his as his replacement and just shock the world because this is their opportunities to do so it's just like you at your company you may have that big stud this guy or lady that just rocks out all the time well maybe they get sick and they're out or injured out whatever they're on vacation. you step in to fill that gap. This is your opportunity to shine when you maybe don't normally have that opportunity because they're in in there instead of you. You have to maximize your opportunity. So it's no excuses. In my mind, Jerry Judy's injury should not matter on whether or not the Broncos win or lose. Next guy up, who's filling his who's filling his hole? <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, you can use that. Um, and who's gonna who's gonna take him across the finish line? How's it gonna be different? the The game plan is gonna be slightly different, possibly, but ultimately, I don't see this as making or or excuse me, breaking the Broncos. They should win those two games still, still fucking better win those. Hey, real quick, I I don't know how I feel about this. I saw this online, and I'm like, no fucking way. And then to make it a little bit more connected to, say, myself, as well as everybody in Colorado, did you see that TCU freshman? Because TCU plays the CU Buffs, I believe this weekend to start off their season, TCU does, as well as the CU Buffs football. They have an offensive line, lineman, and I'm going to say his name wrong and I apologize. Bryon Big Bubba Ramsey Brooks. He's six foot five, 455 pounds. I mean, he's pretty strong. You see some footage of him and he's just chucking people. But how long is he going to be able to play? In a game. Does he make it even past halftime? Because you can't keep running them in and out. I mean, that's just ridiculous. He's going to be exhausted by the third quarter. And if I'm the CU Buffs, I'm going to go heavy on him. Pardon the pun. (laughs) Because that's a lot to be carrying around. And you need to exhaust him. And by the second quarter, I'm guessing late in the second quarter, he's going to be a weak point on that offensive line. Because, yes, for the first, say, drive, he's going to be a problem. But you keep attacking him. You keep double, you know, you get him from both sides. You freaking harass him until he becomes broken. And I know that sounds fucked up to some people, but that's sports. Okay. You see a weak angle. And listen, they're college football players. It's not like it's like lower level, like, you know, elementary school kids. No, he's a grown ass man. You have to attack him and make him weak. And you can break him down very easily. The problem is, until you break him down, he's going to be a problem and he's going to cause some damage on some people but you got to stick with it and watch watch he becomes a problem. I might be wrong but I don't think I am. I don't because uh I just can't imagine him having good game stamina. We'll see. We'll see. Can't wait to to find out. And uh, hey, we got more th- uh, sorry, my dog is like porking himself in the background. So I can hear it. Hopefully you guys can't cuz he's like <coughs> so disgusting. Ugh. Anyway, I used to have a dog named Logan, who, I think I told you guys this, huge hog on him. I mean, gigantic. It was disgusting. He choked himself once on it. It was so funny. I was He was doing the same thing, where I could hear him, and he's like... I'm like, I'm like Logan, knock it off. And all of a sudden, I hear this... And I look over, and he's like literally like... <laughs> Like, that's so gross. Ugh. Anyway, great image in your mind. And hey, coming up, we're going to talk about what's going on in the Scottish Highlands that could cause a lot of problems, not for that area, but for the entire world. And I'll give you a heads up on that. Plus, a lifeguard that did something that is causing some mixed reviews. And I kind of like what he did. You got to be honest. That's coming up next. But first... Sugar Fire in Westminster, it's my go-to barbecue place. It's off of 144th and Orchard Parkway, so just east of Huron on the south side of 144th. Amazing St. Louis-style barbecue. They got baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, burgers, turkey, all prepared to perfection every single day. And they do daily specials and and sides. It's, It's awesome. They're on social media every single day. you got to check them out, at Sugar Fire Westie. Sugar Fire Westie. And every Tuesday, for instance, they have the Bronco Burger, which I've had before, and it's amazing. That's a double cheeseburger, bacon, brisket, pickle, onion, and Texas hot sauce. Now, every Saturday, if you want to go in on the weekends, they have burnt ends. They also on Sunday have smoked fried wings with your choice of St. Louis sweet barbecue sauce, house buffalo, Thai sweet chili, or Nashville hot. And some of their most popular specialty sides are hash brown casserole, Brussels sprouts, and sweet chili. Probably my favorite in all honesty, other than their, their uh, French fries. I mean, honestly, they, I, can, I shouldn't even say that because I could eat any one of these things and just get lost. I've done that before. And just get lost in the food. I get lost in your eyes. I don't know why I sang, but you're welcome. That's an added bonus for Sugar Fire in Westminster. <laughs> They're like, we didn't pay for the singing. Do we have to pay extra? I'm like, you know what? No, that's on me. You're welcome. But Sugar Fire in Westminster is by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly. I take my wife and kids there all the time. It's a great date place as well. You know, I take my wife there too. I think we might be going there up in a few like when next time I schedule a date night, I need I need to get better at scheduling date nights. But anyway, we're going to go over there. I'm, I'm quite certain of it. You can even do catering for those specially fa- special family events like birthday parties, weddings, holiday parties. You know, it's it's good for like big meetings as well, I should say. So if you if you got something going on at the office, you're like, you know what? We need to spice up lunch. Make everybody happy. Boom. Check out Sugar Fire in Westminster. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron. Follow them, like I said, on social media, at Sugarfire Westie. They're always posting their daily specials. It's Sugarfire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Hey, did you hear that? That's the sound of football coming back. No, not my dog. It's the sound of football coming back. And now's the time to place your preseason bets with Superbook Sports. Superbook is the most trusted name in Vegas, and now you can use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to $250 with that promo code MILEHIGH. So don't miss out this football season. Win some money with Superbook Sports and use that promo code MILEHIGH. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So thousands of people are joining together in the Scottish Highlands. Scotland! Oh, look at here. We got our wee boys over there sifting through the water. Aha! It's the largest search and effort for the Loch Ness Monster in 50 years. (laughs) And I guess someone allegedly not too long ago spotted what they thought was the loch ness monster with their drone and it's debatable of course it's not like amazing footage but it is in 4k so i do appreciate that but it's under it's it's from above and it's looking at something down in the water now if you got a drone and you're hovering over something like that fucking get closer cuz it pisses me off I'm watching the video and me like if you think it's the Loch Ness monster and you it's just sitting there kind of chilling get closer. That it just bugs me. Why? <laughs> you have this opportunity allegedly to prove something to be true. That's that's what makes me not believe that footage. But anyway, if you're in the in the in the Highlands of Scotland, you can go join the search for Loch Ness monster. All I can think of is like, (laughs) is Connery right now. He's like, oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, Ladies, after you're done searching for the Loch Ness monster, you can see my monster. (laughs) Connery, that's disgusting. Disgusting. Your mother didn't seem to think so. Fuck you, Connery. God. Man, walked right into that one. I did. Here's the thing with the whole Loch Ness monster I hope they don't find anything. I hope they don't. Because if they do, I think there's it, it's more of a negative. Because it's just going to give life to all these other cryptid type of things that are believed to be out there. Right? Like, if they find it and it ends up being something that is, you know, similar to what people believe to have been out there forever, it's going to cause problems. Then everybody's going to be like, well now there's some possible truth to werewolves or yetis or Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call them. Chupacabras, those are real, right? The goat, isn't it chupacabra is like a goat bloodsucker or something like that? Then skinwalkers, which are very, you know, a lot of people believe them, not just in Utah, but I know that's where it's very famous, at least here in the United States as far as the the theory of skinwalkers as where it's some sort of entity that can shapeshift and stuff like that. Also, the Mothman. Remember, we were talking about the Mothman a long time ago. I did an episode on the Mothman and how people believe it to be real. Very interesting. Very interesting theories of paranormal, supernatural, whatever you want to say. And then people are going to start believing in the Kraken or the Jersey Devil. I think especially this, it would probably, and I didn't put this on the list initially, but now that I think about it, people are going to start freaking out thinking that that Megalodon is still a a thing. Do you know there's people that think that NASA hunted down the quote unquote last Megalodon only a few years ago? It's like, come on, man. Like, first of all, how would you know if, if they hunted down the last one? I get it. The ocean's huge, but Jesus, just not very likely. But you can see, you can put on those glasses and look to the future and go, shit, if they did find anything that somewhat resembles this and they're like, we've never seen this species of whatever before or we thought this was extinct like a million years ago, guess what that does? That opens up the floodgates to all this other shit. I don't know. It, it It's going to be bizarre if if they do find anything. I don't think they will. But, I mean, it'd be kind of interesting in a way. I guess out of that whole list that I said of cryptids, the one that you could really kind... I I hate hate that I'm about to say this. Out of all those, the one that I could see being most likely to be true, I guess, I guess, well, there'd be two. Megalodon. Yeah, because the ocean's so big. Maybe, maybe somewhere it's out there. Maybe. But I guess also the other one would be like a Yeti or a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch. I guess. I guess. I'm not saying they're real, but I guess in a way I, I could see that being more believable. But then I go back to that whole shit of like, how how do we not have actual evidence other than some guys like a uh, random Random hair. (laughs) Random hair. Hey, remember when that guy's like, we're going to have actual testing on these stuff, like legitimate testing. I haven't heard jack shit from that. How'd that go? Guessing poorly, where he's like, we've never actually had uh, Bigfoot hair tested by by a uh, legitimate scientist. Well, then they sent it to some laboratory, some big-name laboratory that they didn't want to reveal, so uh, I'm still waiting, still waiting for the truth to be told. But I guess out of all those, maybe the Yeti Bigfoot Sasquatch. But again, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Maybe the werewolf. I don't know. <laughs> Shapeshifters? Sure. Makes sense. Highly believable. Do you, uh, this is a random thing that I saw. You know, cats will most likely eat you if you die in your home and nobody finds you, but they're around. <laughs> That's not surprising because cats are dicks. Dogs most likely won't, because they're a little bit more loyal to you. But that being said, I've met some dogs. If a dog's going to eat you, it's probably a fucking chihuahua. Those things are evil. (laughs) Evil little shit. An Austrian lifeguard made the news after he pushed slash kicked an older kid off the high dive because apparently he kept going back and forth him and Han on whether or not he should just d- jump off the high high dive. Now, real quick, I posted this video with some commentary from me. I posted it on YouTube and I accidentally said Australian and then boy, some people got pissed. Like you uneducated fucking American. Like whatever. It was close. I got the ush Aust- <laughs> Right? Yeah? Eat a dick. Eat a dick. You're probably from the UK or something. You know those UK people. Always a bunch of dicks. I hey, won't you do that? I hey, I'm drinking my beer, eating my fish and chips, and I notice on YouTube you fucked up. That's a very bad uh British accent. You're welcome. Sean wrote in Kid, sir, I can't swim. Lifeguard. Not with that attitude. A lot of people uh, compared it to Leonidas from uh, uh, the movie 300, where he's all, this is Sparta, and he kicks him. That would have been hilarious if the lifeguard would have done that. What do you guys think of this? I put this on my YouTube channel, at Podcast. You can also find it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast. Let me know your thoughts on it. Uh, There's a lot of people that are just like, that's up. That kid's going to be damaged the rest of his life. But part of me is just like, it doesn't look like the, it's an actual kid kid. I mean, he looks pretty ass grown. Like he might be 16, 17 years old. All right, this comes in on YouTube from somebody. I, he has a big old long ass name. He goes, I'm with the lifeguard on this one. If you wanted to be an asshole kid for attention, well, you're getting the attention now. <laughs> W, lifeguard bro should have left instead of staying up there. Yeah, that's the thing. And then somebody wrote, this is Sparta. I'm in Australia. See, because I accidentally wrote Australia. <laughs> Nobody really cares except for like one guy. The Marine Corps have entered the chat. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories, especially from back in the day in the military. Of you don't know how to swim? Boom, kick you in the ocean. Figure it out. Nah, we'll we'll get you before you die, but you know the basics of swimming. Figure it out, bro. Somebody wrote, "This is funny and poor kid, but it really only takes one time to overcome the fear." That lady wrote in, and I and I get that too. And it's just like that's the I remember teaching my kids to swim, and there was a point where my son was so scared to get into the water. And I knew once he got in there, he'd be fine. So what did I do? I was like, come here, real quick. Just jump into my arms. And then I just moved right as he jumped in. And he was just like, dad, dad, dad. And then he started floating. I'm like, you're not going to die. Put your feet on the ground. (laughs) Because it wasn't even like that deep of water. And that's kind of what you have to do sometimes is you have to force their hand at learning how to do something. I don't think this is the end of the world. I'm sure some people will say that he's going to be damaged. The more I think about it, the more I don't think it's a problem. Now, somebody wrote if that kid broke his neck, that would have, that would be life in prison for murder. Fuck off, Jesus. Negative. He's not going to break his neck. It's a high dive. That pool's fucking deep. Uh that's how we used to learn as kids. What's the problem? I know. I know. If it was like a really small kid, I, maybe I'd have a problem with it. Like if it was like a five-year-old to maybe even 10, I'd be like, that's an issue. Okay. But this this kid looks like he's 15, 16, maybe older. So I think we're just, I just think it's us being kind of soft on it. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Let me know your thoughts. The Huff Podcast. Check it out on YouTube or Facebook, again, at The Huff Podcast. It, it's, it's a big deal, but then it's not. The more I think about it, it's just like, I don't see the problem. That, we don't really know the full story of this. I mean, there's a good chance what ended up happening was the kid was fucking around, somebody got their camera out, and then they blew it out of proportion. I don't know, because you see people fucking around all the time. There's a good chance he's buddy-buddy with the lifeguard, or being chummy with them that entire day and he just shoves them. Be like, there you go. Boom. <laughs> See you in a few minutes as you come back up. No, you're only getting the video side of this and there's a good chance that it's not even a big deal. But who knows? I'm sure like if the mom is or dad or somebody's just like, you know what, let's sue this. Let's sue, sue the pool fucking dumb and again that was austria i'm the one that just glanced at the the place where it happened now i'm that guy that posts something incorrectly and half the people that are commenting on the video are are mad because it says australia when it should be austria so i'm getting i'm it's like the it's like the clickbait shit it's like it's wrong i know it's wrong but i can't change it because I, I actually vocally say, it's all au- I say Australia, but it's all au- it, it's Austria. I'm that guy now. <laughs> I'm that that guy that gives misinformation, and I know it. If you guys click on that and say, "Hey DeHuff, get your shit straight," it should be Austria. <laughs> I'm gonna find you, and I'm gonna punch you in the dick. <laughs> uh, unless you, unless you're a lady, then I'll. I don't know what I'll do. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just leave me alone. I fucked up. I fucked up so much. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you have a a good day. Hopefully you smiled and laughed a little bit in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Well, that's not my fault. That's your problem. (laughs) Thanks for supporting the podcast. I truly appreciate each and every one of you guys. Thanks for listening. And big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go ahead, check them out. Again, 144th and Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron, on the south side of 144th. Just amazing barbecue. Also, go check out Superbook Sports Colorado and make sure you use that promo code, MILEHIGH. It's to Huff Uncensored. Censored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.